0: Indiana Jones in It's a podcast Indiana Jones. about Indiana Jones.
1: Indiana Jones every movie Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. One, One minute Indiana at a time the Indiana,
0: Indiana, Indiana
2: Jones Minute
0: Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute a podcast where we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert.
3: I'm
2: Jerry Porter.
3: And I'm Chris Heliopolis. Welcome back, Chris. You couldn't keep me away. We tried. We tried so much. I know. We're throwing rubber balls
0: out the window and stuff, nothing. I don't take a hint. Nah, that's all right. You know what? You're doing a nice job on the show. We'll keep you around. Oh, this is good.
3: Do I get candy afterward?
0: You get a fly. (laughs) Yeah. Chocolate covered fly. Better than bell cut. But we are here to talk about minute 104, 104 of Raiders of the Lost Ark. We're running out of movie. I'm getting anxious.
1: Yeah, I'm getting sad.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting sad. That's a whole bunch of bells. Should start over? Just start over. Yeah. Remember, remember, remember Satipo? Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. He was good I wonder what whatever happened oh, oh. <laughs> uh, minute 104 begins with Belloc inviting Indy to blow up the ark and it ends with Indy lowering his weapon.
3: All right, I just want to point out the fact, I'm wondering in there, I'm going to skip over a little bit and just say, why is he telling everybody to go to Zurich? I mean, I thought they came from Malta, why do they want to go to Zurich? It's lovely this time of year. I mean, what's in Switzerland that they need? I mean, you know.
0: By the way, this is why you're a good guest. I, like Jer, not wanting to admit that he thought he said Malta, I didn't want to admit that I thought he said Zurich. There you go. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Who says Zurich? I don't know what you guys are He says Alter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what, yeah pete let let us have it it's
1: he says to which means like get back ah that was anticlimactic ah. yeah it's not very <laughs> <laughs> like mr obvious it figures
2: <laughs> yeah. well hey you know what do, what do we think about the at the very beginning of this minute what do we think about uh mr jumpy nazi who hops in front of the ark i mean is he is he like a budding archaeology major. No, he's maybe. just
0: a little too Johnny on the cadet you know, following orders thing. He's also super uh, literal. You know, he, he thinks that <laughs> Belloc is telling Indiana Jones to blow up the ark. He's got zero <laughs> sense know, of maybe, sarcasm maybe a Hebrew or studies minor?
3: Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah. You know, they all want to show off for the bosses. Oh, yeah. by,
2: by the way, by the way, we tell we, and we can talk about this a little bit last minute. Do you think Belloc was going to let him blow up the ark?
1: No. Well, what could he do? Yeah, well, he's, he's either going to get himself blown up or let him blow it up. He didn't think it was a good idea, though.
2: Well, cl- clearly, you know, Jumpy Nazi thought it was. and thought he was going to blow it up. Well, yeah. yeah,
0: he did. But he he doesn't know Indy the way Belloc does. He's a bad <laughs> poker player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's Yeah,
2: he's a bad... Well, you know what, though? Had he not intervened, we wouldn't have this incredible rousing speech.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> My note here says, I would believe anything he tells me the way he talks to Indiana right here. <laughs> and he calls him Indiana. We said this a couple minutes ago, but he calls him Indiana, which again, I'll admit this. I never knew that he said Indiana. I didn't know what he said there. I, 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 it never occurred well to me that he'd be calling Indiana Jones by
2: his first name. He owns Minute
1: 104. He does. Bell
2: Octus owns mm-hmm. Minute 104. And I feel like, hell, I'll even call him
1: Renee. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you why he owns a minute one hundred four. He was touching the arc.
0: Well, he was touching the cozy. He was touching the arc.:
1: cozy. <laughs> Was he? I thought he was kind of hovering his hand over it a bit. It, it, he might know. be right. He's actually, just, like leaning on it, and he kind of. I think he was like sitting on the arc. <laughs> he was licking. It. <laughs> he was like he had his legs crossed. <laughs> hey baby, swinging him back and forth. He was using he it his arc
3: bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, you have a big arc. Yeah. It's not the size of your arc; it's what you do with it. <laughs> How long can you ride that arc? I mean, um, his
2: that blow back to God speech is so compelling, and even his uh, his do as you will. But what I he believe, says, you know, I mean,
0: okay, no, you,
2: you know, you just say it's like Rene knows Javitos, and he knows his adversaries.
0: Yeah, he speaks Indiana.
3: Yeah, but he.
0: Well, okay. Does he He's a good bluffer, Indiana? man.
3: He can bluff. Like, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. You know what? I don't even think he's bluffing.
3: I don't. Well, he's calling Indy's bluff is really what he's doing. I, he I, I,
2: yeah, he's calling Indy's bluff, but, I mean, he has a royal flush
0: with yeah. the speech. Right. Well, he even without the speech, he knows that Indy's not going to blow it up.
3: He's just like him, just a dark opposite. Yeah. So he knows how Indy thinks.
0: I mean, he's appealing here to Indy's uh, love of history and stuff and love of archaeology and of relics. But could he just as easily have said, Indy, do you have any idea how much this thing is worth?
1: That's exactly what If we got to Marrakesh,
0: says. do you have any idea what we could sell this thing for?
1: Well, mm-hmm. He literally <laughs> says that because if he, does, he says, inside the Ark are treasures beyond your wildest <laughs> aspirations. And right. that's a weird he doesn't say beyond your wildest dreams like something you would dream of happening it's an aspiration is like something that you attain yeah So i think he's literally saying like
3: you could own this <laughs> right. is he saying like join me is he like doing a darth vader like join me together we'll, we'll conquer the universe <laughs> it is, sounds this a another, little bit is this like another is this another moment it it feels like it
0: and the, he he is pe like the getting back to indiana when he says indiana and the look on his face he's like you know, we had this conversation in uh, in the bar in Cairo, where he's like, you know, they're face to face, and he's a- kind of taunting him and being a jerk about like how their shadow reflections and stuff and everything. But this is like a super intimate, like even just second right here. But he says, "Indiana," he's like, "Listen, buddy, guy, like <laughs> I understand. I know I'm a dick to you constantly, and I've tried to kill you a number of times. But listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to you now. It's me, Renee." Like, there's something so familiar, and not just because he calls him Indiana, but just the way he says Indiana. It's like, Indiana,
1: we are simply passing through history. He just goes into the most sublime oratory here, too. Like, we are simply passing through history. This this is history. It's like gorgeous. Yeah.
2: And the camera is straight on Indy for half of Belloc's speech.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, well, you know, Indy capitulates because... He's shooting his bazooka from an emotional place. I, know, argue, I still think, I, I, yeah, he—he. He, it's like he brought a gun to a psychology fight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I would argue that this and, is the this is the moment that Indiana Jones becomes an archaeologist for real, not a grave yeah. robber. I think, you know, he realizes and pauses and says, "Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. This is this is history, and this is what we're about, not about grave robbing."
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm like, wait, did he come there for the girl? <laughs> Does he really care about the Ark as a historical? I mean, we're okay. We get this whole entire show. We've been very um, hard on Indy as a archaeologist and as a professor of archaeology and as a historian. But I mean, the, you know, one of the first conversations he has with anybody is about how the Ark of the Covenant is like what they got into archaeology for in the first place. And so I'm going to give it to him that he he is having an emotional reaction about the Ark, that he doesn't want to destroy the Ark.
1: I love that his most archaeological moment in this entire movie is not destroying an artifact. (laughs) You know what?
0: I like history enough to
1: not destroy the (laughs) Ark.
2: We, I mean, we, d- we have discussed this many times that, you know, one of Belloc's big mistakes is that he indulges in these lengthy speeches mm-hmm. before dispatching his adversaries, you know, and they, they frequently get away. But here the chapeau is on the other head, you know, <laughs> Belloc is about to get blown back to God and he gives a speech and it actually saves him and Indy surrenders.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he controls team. everybody this whole minute he's in yeah. charge of every, even the they got 30 guys with guns standing around and he holds them back with one gun like Dietrich should have just popped him in the back of the skull and said we're done here yeah. <laughs> you know you're gonna you're gonna give up the arc <laughs> <laughs> and the Dietrich's letting him
1: threaten his soldiers like that's pretty yeah. incredible yeah yeah Belloc's running rampant
0: there's no stopping it. and by the way he looks particularly rakish when he's carrying that gun oh yeah, yeah. he's, no, he's hat, up
1: hats at that jaunty angle. yeah yeah. I, you know, is, I wish he, he wasn't is. a bad guy.
2: And and, and he, I mean, you know, when he just sort of violently cocks it, it just belies all Ralph Laurenitude.
0: <laughs>
2: it just he's like and he just, you know, 180 degree circle. Yeah. It's like, I don't care if it's a purple pinstripe.
3: <laughs> what, what if we got this wrong? What if Belloc was the hero of this movie and we just happened to be following Indy around? There's a case to be made. That's my. That's what I'm. That's
1: where I'm going with next minute. I think Belloc is the hero of this movie. <laughs> Indy is just the the jerk who keeps trying to screw everything up. Yes, that's what all these little looks to Marion that Belloc gives these little things like, "Come on, Indiana, what are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm about to kill all these Nazis. Why do you keep stopping me?
3: He saves Marion from Indy and trouble. Yeah, he
1: cares a lot more deeply
0: about Marion than Indy does.
1: Well, we've who been is the man? This, yeah, we've been saying the whole movie. We want to like him. We think he's cool. I'm, I'm going out and saying that maybe he is the good guy in this movie.
3: Wow. Everybody's the hero of their own movie. Maybe <laughs> we were just following the wrong hero.
1: Yeah, the Belloc <laughs> movie.
3: Well, you know,
2: does Indy's curiosity get the best of him? Or, you know, Chris, as you say, this is where he he's... You know, we see he's actually a real archaeologist, or was he bluffing about Marion? You know, or does he just realize that he'll never get off the island?
0: That's—I mean—that's got to be a huge part of it. Is like I've—I've I've lost no matter what I do. I could blow up the ark, but I'll probably kill Marion. I'll be eaten by ghosts, and I won't get off the island.
2: So he—I is he mean, he's just it. like you know what? I got to see the thing opened.
0: That's, I mean, I think that's obviously what we're supposed to just take at face value. Like, yes, Indy is such a stalwart historian and (laughs) professor of history that um, he could not live with himself to destroy such a thing. And he has to see
1: inside and everything. It's like the Al Capone vault thing when we were kids. Oh, my God. Every one of us wanted to see what we wanted to see that show. Yeah. Or it's like everyone badly wanted to
0: see the special edition of Close Encounters and see the inside of the spaceship.
3: (laughs) Yeah exactly the same thing <laughs> disappointed both <laughs> times <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know why Geraldo rivera was in the mothership that didn't make any sense
3: none at all but yeah uh, it's uh, i don't know it's it, it's uh it's one of those moments where you just kind of go is this what the movie's about is it about the arc or is it about mary like I, is it almost like he's he's like, you know, my kids are going to college and when we talk about the fallback schools. It's like Marion, the fallback position. Like, it's like, I want the arc, but I'll take Marion.
0: <laughs> That's what it seems like for pretty much this entire movie. you know what I'm thinking? You know, Last Crusade. Jared, there's a movie, two movies from now called Last Crusade. And it's got uh, James Bond in it. And he plays Indy's dad. And I remember... I don't think I'm making this up. I think I remember Spielberg or somebody saying, like, yes, you know, it's about the Holy Grail, but the Holy Grail is really his dad. Like, that's what ha- kind of happens over the course of this movie. He realizes it's the search for the Grail, but it's also the search for his father. And you want that to be happening here. You want it to be, oh, yeah, andy has been so blinded by the Ark. And after the Ark, you know what? The whole time, Marion was the Ark. Marion was <laughs> the one he was after this whole time. But that's not coming across at all.
1: No, I don't get that either. No. Not to
0: the last frame of this movie does that seem even remotely possible.
1: And that's just because, well, I guess you're what's left. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, you're not dead. I'm thinking,
2: look, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just for four seconds briefly defend him. I actually think <laughs> in that last minute he did just want the girl. And I think he did just want Marion. And, he, and he, I don't think he was just like, oh, I got nothing else. At least I'll... Uh, you know, throw this out there so she'll think I'm not such a jerk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, what? I think he really. I think he. It, it was clumsy and it was obviously horribly planned. But um, I don't think he was lying there. I don't think he really wanted. The, I mean, Belloc kind of talked him out of it here.
1: Yeah. She bought it too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I. I, I don't think he's. Wanting to kill Marion. You know? <laughs> no, I think no, he'd be no, happier look, to he have wasn't, her around.
2: He, he wasn't going to kill Marion. What was yeah. going to happen is he was going to say, okay, let her go. She would have run up the little cliff, you know, like the soldiers do. Yeah. And then he'd be like, all right. Now, um, hang on now. What was I going to do? Hang on. You know what I need? <laughs> I need – there's a car on this island, right?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right? There's a car on this island. Somebody bring me the car and then I'm going to take the car to a – boat or something i still got the bazooka i still got the bazooka.
3: no funny moves yeah exactly. he really wanted to win the he wanted to win the car but he's willing to take lee press on nails you know, he just- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> because he says you're not you,
2: you know dietrich says surely you don't think you're gonna get off this island and you know he says that depends you know
1: yeah well, don't call me Shirley.
2: Yeah, it <laughs> depends. Stop calling me Shirley, yeah. and uh, you know if how willing you are to negotiate. I'm not think, saying it would have worked. I'm just saying you yeah. know in the minute, in that minute I believed him.
0: Well, I kind of feel like you know, last minute he scrambles up the, the you know he ditches the procession and scrambles into position with his bazooka, and he's probably thinking, "All right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll threaten the ark and I'll get Marion back, and maybe I'll even get the ark." Like it just. It, I feel kind of bad for him. Like he's at the end of his rope and he came up with a stupid, stupid plan that was never going to work. Well, there's probably thinking like, hey, I just survived like a three-day trip in the open water <laughs> tied to a periscope. I This you is working out for me. Yeah, he's suffering
3: exposure and dehydration. And-
0: yeah, we got to hmm. consider that too.
3: <laughs> so he's it's losing cool. his mind here, huh? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's going to have a massive hallucination at the end of this movie, too. It's but he could crazy. have waited,
3: too, right? Couldn't he have just waited to see where they got to and hid in the back? Like, like why yeah. did he expose himself at this point? I, I, it just seems so illogical. Know, you know what's
2: interesting? That's a great point. I mean, if you think about it, look, they, they had the arc on the Bantu wind. I mean, they could have gone down to the cargo hold and Indy could have just opened it.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I've been saying. Anybody could yeah, have opened I mean, he it could at have, any he time.
2: Could just, but, I mean, the Indy had it. The, he could have just gone down to the the you know the hold of the ship and been like, eh, let's crack this thing open.
0: You know what? That's an excellent – that brings up a great point, uh, a great question. If – let's say Indy had just gotten it, that was on the band to win, they get back to – I'm sorry, Jerry, they had to go to England, and then they go to the United States, <laughs> and they meet up with uh, Porkins <laughs> and everybody. Like, what would Indy – like, he – He's he's lightning fire power of god or something. He's not totally into all that hocus pocus. So would he just like look inside and say, "Hey, I want to see the 10 commandments. That'd be neat. I'm going to take a picture of it." Or would he be like, "Oh, I shouldn't mess with this. This is weird. Solid warn me." Um,
2: no, warm-y. he's not that. I think the irony here is that so far it's it's the one piece the one archaeological piece that he has not, you know, molested and fondled and destroyed.
1: Yeah. I did, I just think it's because he didn't have time, because he fell asleep the night before. <laughs> right. He was tired. <laughs> yeah. And then he woke up, and he was going to do it as soon as he woke up, but there were Nazis there. <laughs> Maybe. No, you're right. Yeah, or it's does very he- weird.
0: In some weird way, does he need Belloc to open the Ark for him? Because he knows that Belloc's going to do it the hocus-pocus way. And just (laughs) in case that's the way you're supposed to do it, he can just sort of watch over Belloc's shoulder. In which case, Chris, you're right. Why didn't he just wait until they put on their whole you know school pageant thing and look inside the Ark? He could have seen it that way, and then maybe would have had a better chance to uh,
3: recollect it and Marion. And here's the thing. He doesn't believe in this mumbo-jumbo in the beginning, right? So he doesn't believe... So why would he think at any point looking in the ark would be anything other than finding something average? Like, he he wasn't expecting anything supernatural right. up at up this point. He hasn't seen anything that would indicate that it was supernatural. So why wouldn't he go take a look?
1: Unless, unless, unless his
3: job was just to get it and bring it home and let them figure it out.
1: Unless everything has been bluster up to this point. He's like, oh, no, 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 I don't believe this. I don't believe this. Uh, but y- you go ahead and open it. Right? <laughs> yeah, that could be. No, Pete, just Pete I, think right.
2: I think you're I think he just fell asleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was beat. That poor guy.
3: He <laughs> fell asleep, but she woke up naked the next morning, so you had yeah. time for something.
1: Well, Katanga might have, too.
3: My who? Woken up naked? <laughs> Katanga could have woken up naked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. But yeah, yeah so it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I it doesn't seem like he really knew what he wanted to do in this last minute or two. Like he yeah. didn't know if he wanted the arc, he didn't know if he wanted to blow it up, he didn't know if he wanted to get Marion. He's scrambling.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean I kind of I'm making
3: fun God, of him as but as I do kind of get
2: he's, it. He's he's shooting from an emotional place there.
0: Yeah. I mean part of that emotion too yeah. is just like frenzy,
2: just panic. Like yes. ah. yeah. And that's in in a way he's he's I mean, it's why he's swayed by Belloc. I mean, he gets up there and he's like, give me the girl. And he, and Belloc's like, you know, Indiana? And he completely changes his decision.
3: Yeah. He's talking down a suicide jumper.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also the chance that maybe his giving up right there is like, you know what? This plan was stupid. And I'm just going to buy my time <laughs> for another chance to maybe get a better opportunity to pull this off.
1: i i think it's amazing like in this minute that had a speech that all of us are going gaga over and it's like we're all talking about this is one of the most emotional minutes in the movie is in a movie with an incredible soundtrack this minute had absolutely no music at all yeah yeah it's silent
0: these guys know how to use john williams i'm always impressed by lucas and spielberg knowing when not to have music from this guy that's it's smart I'm thinking about the speeder bike chase right now. <laughs> There's no music in that scene and it's awesome. <laughs> well, now that we've gotten on to return to the Jedi, do we have anything else for this minute of Raiders? I'm, be, good. I'm good. All right. Well, I say we pack it in, come back tomorrow and finish off this excellent week with Chris Woohoo. and Chris, where can people find you in the, in the world or digitally or something?
3: Oh, God, I'm hiding. Go look in any Marvel comic. You'll probably see my name.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> my son is upstairs right now reading some Star Wars uh, comic books. So he's, he's probably uh, perusing your work right now. There you go. After, yeah, I've had two people working on the super cool Star Wars comics that he's reading, and I keep saying, hey, do you want me to ask him anything? Do you have any questions? The, I'm talking to the people. He's like, hmm. Mm, who cares? <laughs> oh, that'd be kind of overwhelming. I guess I'll cut him some slack. I'm going to cut Indy some slack. I'm going to cut my own son some slack. I'm very so generous. Today. So generous. I know. I'm a good guy. Um Pete, I'm going to cut you some slack and let you tell people the same thing you tell them every single day.
1: Well, if you want to see my name, you can open up any indiana jones <laughs> com website and it'll be there. Excellent. Tom's and Jerry's will be there as will Chris's. Beautiful. Um, so
0: please do that please check out Chris's stuff check out our stuff and please check out Minute 105 tomorrow 105 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute Zurich Zurich Zurich
2: Alta Robert Urich <laughs> <laughs>